Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. What's up, guys? Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about self-awareness and using the world of energy, how you can find your resource of energy. And I'm so excited to discuss this topic with you, sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Can't complain. Yeah. A big pleasure. A big pleasure because I know how it's important to have energy, especially uh, when uh, I'm working hard, you know, so and sometimes I can feel tiredness. Uh, and to me, it's important to find extra energy. Before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to share with us about uh, self-awareness and energy. So, yeah, self, my, my journey was very much a health journey. For about 12 years, I had chronic back pain, had other injuries and illnesses as well, but the chronic back pain was the thing that fueled me. And after 12 years of having chronic back pain every day, trying everything, and I mean everything, you know, it started off going to the doctors, um, in England, we call it GP, and it got more and more and more and more and more alternative. And I was very, I was, I wouldn't say I was close to giving up, but I was at the point, I was like, I've tried everything. You know, I've tried meditating for 10 hours a day, and I've, I've tried everything. I've tried alternative therapies. And, you know, as luck would have it, serendipity, um, divine contracts came through. And I met someone who, um, you know, I just felt the pull so strongly. I was like, I don't know what this person is or what they do, but I just feel there's such a strong pull. And Carl, long story short, I was in a spiritual circle that they were leading and someone else was sharing about their abuse and their trauma. And all of a sudden that moment, call it divine timing, call it a divine appointment. I just started shaking and releasing and vibrating. And I literally just saw everything in my life flash before me, like, like hundreds of scenes flash in front of me. And I literally saw everything that had led up to that moment, all the decisions, all the beliefs, all the dichotomies, everything I'd held on to, why I had the chronic back pain, what caused the chronic back pain, and everything just dropped in. And the next day, the pain was gone. And that was really, you know, the start of it. I was like, okay, you know, I've, I've, I've got more and more into the health and more and more alternative health, but this level of understanding from the soul's perspective, now my back pain is gone. And that was, that was 10 years ago, which feels crazy. That was 10 years ago. And then ever since then, you know, I've helped thousands of clients do the same, whether it's aches, pains, illnesses. And for me, the thing that I'm most passionate about is, you know, it's not everyone's game as a soul having a human experience is not everyone's journey, but for those souls that are looking to truly understand why something happened to them, why they have something, why things are showing up in their life, repeating relationship patterns, repeating money patterns, sabotaging your business, whatever it might be, my, my, my invitation is that if you truly don't understand it to the depth of your soul, maybe just maybe that is what your soul is waiting for you to get. But once you get it, everything can change like magic because you've, you've got the thing, you've, you've understood the thing and you've become the embodiment you need to be to go on with the next phase of your life. Mm -hmm. Nice. You know, it's interesting. I got some energy <laughs> after your speech, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you inspire. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, I found one interesting data. 70% of people uh, are unhappy with their jobs. I think, you know, if you are unhappy, to do something you it's hard to find any energy and uh, what people can do just go home after eight hours uh, and can watch tv 
the average data shows like five, six hours a day people can watch TV. It's a lot, you know, crazy. Uh, can you tell how to uh, change this attitude, uh, you know, when you are so tired after job, uh, you can't uh, do anything else? Because for me, uh, I had uh, the same thing. Uh, um, once I decided to uh, launch a business uh, with the goal to chase money, nothing else. I didn't know anything about this topic. Uh, I failed. I, I wasted resources three years, you know, uh, a team of specialists. Uh, yeah, I, I hired a big team, you know, but um, yeah, we failed because I didn't understand the topic. Uh, the main goal was money. I hated Monday, loved Friday. Uh, and when I quit, I got it. Oh, the best thing that I did just to quit this business because many other things I can do because uh, I can find something that I like to do. Can you tell about unhappiness in your job what to do because 70 percent of people a lot most people hate their jobs why what's the reason yeah it's for me it's you know the, the game is changing the dynamic is changing and more and more people on this planet we've had thousands of years essentially of oppression and that's okay you know men women mm -hmm. everyone and there's been a level of now the last 200 years we've got more especially in the west we've got more into okay, you know, we can, we can have a safe environment, we can have a nice home, we can have all those things. And now it's time for the next phase. And the next phase of so many souls on this planet, of the collective consciousness of, the, of this game that we're all playing, is now can we actually express and be in our true expression? And, you know, whereas 200 years ago, 100 years ago, 50 years ago, just being able to have a nice home, have a family, have plenty of food, amazing. Now souls are asking for more and they're saying, okay, now let's now let's be this expression that we've come here to be let's let's live our purpose and really the, the biggest advice i'll give to anyone listening anyone watching this there are kind of two just to give a kind of clarity because there are two main trains of thought there's a very much the masculine personal development self-help marketing business world which is it doesn't really matter what your passion is look at who the clients are that you want to that you can sell something to pick a hot market, build a business around that, make lots of money, you'll be happy. And it might be confusing if you see that stuff and you see people that are happy in that, like why are they happy? And the reason they're happy is because their soul is happy just with the building, just with making the money, just with serving people. And their soul doesn't really care to as much of a detail how they do that. And then if you're listening to this and you're resonating with everything we're talking about in this podcast, your soul might be saying, yeah, I could build the thing, I could, I could make money, I could do that, but I, I want more than that. I want to truly express, I want to help people get past their trauma, or I want to help people find their purpose, or I want to help people with their relationships, or even more detailed than that, I want to help people who've just come out of divorces, whatever it might be, often based on your life experience, often based on what you care about. So bearing in all that in mind, my, my number one piece of advice, really, if you're looking at your life, and like Anatoly just said, you know, you're not going to feel as inspired when you're not doing the right thing, is really just get present with yourself. Really embrace that. If you're doing something you hate and you're struggling with energy, you're struggling with inspiration, ask yourself, okay, what is the truth that wants to come through? What is it I want to express? Imagine waking up tomorrow, unlimited funds, unlimited time, no responsibilities for kids, for partners, for parents, whatever. What is the first thing you want to do? How do you want to spend your day? How do you want to spend your week? And after you'd been traveling, after you'd spent loads of money, after you'd done all that, what would come after that? 
what would be the thing that once you've done all the things that you do, if I have loads of money and limited time, what would be the thing then, given all the options, what is it you'd want to do? How would you want to live your life? What is it you want to be known for? What, what legacy would you want to leave behind? What would you want to create that you would happily create for free? Who would you want to help that you'd happily help for free? And how, how would you want to do that? What is, what is the expression in your own self? And just letting go of getting a home run straight away. You know, you might have to, you might have to swing a few bats and miss a few balls and really just having that courage and being okay with, if you ask yourself, what is my truth or what is my passion or what is it I want to do? Tomorrow you might have an idea. You take action with it. Two days later, you're like, oh, actually, I don't like that. Just be okay with and letting go of the attachment to the thing, you know, the thing that you find being the thing that's your forever. Because that attachment is what actually keeps a lot of people stuck. They're in a job that they hate or they're in a situation they don't like. And they're so attached to the thing I find has to be the thing. But as a result, that attachment stops them clearly, stops them feeling clearly and stops them just taking action moving forward even you know without it having to be a home run mm -hmm. yeah uh, i understand that uh for example you know i made the wrong choice uh by opening this business uh but luckily i had other resources of uh, uh earning money uh, of energy you know <laughs> uh, but you know for example i, ha I have a friend and um, he hates his job but he told me uh, he needs to pay bills he has three kids uh, wife uh, and he needs to feed them you know to pay attention that everything is fine uh, and uh, he hates his job he can't change it uh, he knows what he can do but uh, nobody will pay money for this passion so it probably takes time not probably I think anything you can earn uh, in any niche it takes time to spend time to learn with patience and you can get results because uh with passion you can work uh, much harder than many others and uh, results will come uh, in some day but when you need to pay bills today what to do what uh, for example okay uh, i'm not passionate about my job i know what is my real passion but i need to pay bills <laughs> your insights about that what to do so i think there's there's a very masculine way of looking at it and one of the ideas is you give 70 percent of your time to the thing that keeps you going, that keeps paying the bills. And then 30% of your time, you devote your passion, you know, weekends. And without sounding super harsh, I really invite you, if you say you wanna leave your job and you wanna do something else, but you're still not doing it, that there's some fear there, there's some attachment there, there's some sabotage at play. But on the other side of things, I would also invite you that if you keep moving forward, taking imperfect action, keep trying. I genuinely believe this in every part of my being and I've seen it with so many clients, so many members of our courses, that if there is something that your soul wants, there is a next part of the journey, a thing that you wanna do next and your soul wants to have that experience, your soul will move mountains. And if it's truly your truth, something crazy will unravel, something amazing will happen. Let's just say, give you a perfect example. Let's just say your passion was you wanna write um, a screenplay. You want to write a, a script for a film. Let's just say that was your passion, okay? And you're and you mm -hmm. and you you think about it. You you dream about it. You wake up thinking about it. And let's just say you work in accounting. Let's just say, right? You work in this really mm -hmm. normal job in accounting. You hate it every day. You come back super drained. Da, 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 da. If you can be open to the possibility 
and really go, I'm going to lean into the fact that maybe just maybe my soul, my destiny is to write scripts or as I embrace that destiny, I find out actually it's something else, but I can, I'm willing to lean into that. Maybe just maybe, you know, once a week or every few days you look for jobs and you find there's a job which blows your mind. Someone literally says, I work in film already. I want someone to be my assistant who's going to help me write my scripts. I'll pay you X amount. And you realize that's, that's something you could do financially. Like there's, there's always like, there's always options that your soul is trying to bring you. You know, there's always options. There's always like, if you keep looking, there's always doors being opened. And I think most of the time, the problem is people don't believe that this is coming from soul. They question themselves. Is this my ego? Am I making this up? Who am I to have these dreams? And because there's so much stuff within the media and the collective that we can't live our life exactly how we want to live it, we don't see these doors. and We don't see these openings. So that's kind of two answers on that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree. You know, uh, even you know, uh, even if you need to pay bills today, uh, you have time instead of watching TV, instead of uh, uh, wasting time with your friends, anything. You know, so just work uh, in other direction. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I agree yeah, with that. Thing with that as well. What I've what I've experienced, maybe you've you've seen the same. There are two kinds of people, and maybe if you're listening to this, check in with which one feels like you there are some people that they need to burn their bridges to like you know to be able to move forward like you know they, they need to burn the boats the vikings come into america they burn their boats and they're like right we're committed we have to go and fight these people because we're not going home right some people yeah. need to burn their bridges some people not not much happens until they quit their job like they quit their job and then that 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 not wanting to feel the pain it kicks them into action right some people like that and then some people literally have to almost have the business or their new thing or their new passion kind of doing okay before they quit their job because if they quit their job it will send them into such a panic that it won't serve either so there's no right or wrong and it's really just knowing if you decide you're going to stay in your job ask yourself how many months wages do i need one month three months six months ten months so that i can quit my job and go for my passion, commit to my passion 100% and not be worried, not be stressed. Um, and that, so it's just really, you know, those, those three things, quit your job straight away and then go for it. If you've never tried it, maybe that's what you need to try or ask yourself how many months wages do I need or how much money do I need in the bank that I can feel I can commit to this thing for some amount of time or what would I need to see in my passion? What would I need to um have working in my new business or my new passion on my purpose whatever i feel my destiny is before i quit my job and make that decision make that declaration okay by february the second i'm gonna have my new business in x place i'm gonna reassess and then maybe think about quitting my job but make some kind of decision make some kind of declaration because if you just think about it and never make a decision never make a declaration never intend exactly what you're going to do by when before you know it, six months a year has gone by and you're still in the same place mm -hmm. yeah nice nice uh Duke, i have the question about people who don't know about their passion for example you know it's interesting uh my uh, 12 uh, years son you know uh, he loves playing soccer and he decided okay i wanna 
play soccer the whole life the entire life uh it's a uh, passion um i love it you know because he found the way uh, in 12 uh, years you know uh but i know some people who can't who can't even uh in adult age they don't know what is their passion they don't know what to do so they just do their jobs but uh they don't know what they love can you tell how to find it uh because i i often get this, this question i don't know uh what is the main goal of my life what i want to live after me you know what kind of legacy i needed uh because i don't know <laughs> uh, my main direction uh, tell how to find your passion if you don't know about that i think I mean, there's many answers I can give, but I would say if you haven't done this before, the number one thing you can do is journal every morning. I literally journal every single morning, three pages, three A4 pages this size, you know, every single morning. It'll take you 20 minutes, maybe a bit longer. And normally what happens if you just journal in those three pages and just have the intention of like, okay, what is it I want? Or what is my passion? Or what is my truth? And the first page would normally just be like, writing about how you feel, what's coming up, things in your head. The second page, you'll start to feel more kind of stuff that maybe you didn't know were there. And then normally by the third page, you start to feel kind of a connection to something beyond yourself. A voice starts to come through. I'm not saying it's not yours, but it's, it's more than just the mind. You know, it's beyond the mind. And really my invitation, there are so many answers I can give to this. I could say to you, try different things, you know, go to workshops. Um, there's so many different things you can do, but from a spiritual energetic point of view, I, I would say two main things. Journaling every single day, by the third page, you're gonna to start to feel a connection. And the more often you can do things that gets you connected to something beyond yourself, to spirit, to source, to God, universe, creator, your soul, whatever you wanna call it, and put yourself in places that connects you to that, the more you're gonna be able to hear that voice come through. Because most of us, we've spent a whole lifetime pushing down that voice, pushing down our feelings, pushing down that flow. So the more times you can do that, and I recommend journaling every single day, and then maybe get yourself to some holotropic breathwork workshops or rebirthing workshop, or get, some, get to some sand baths, like do different things that will get you in your body and get you connected. Go to meditation, do some yoga, like do some things in that way and get more and more experiential with feeling that feeling um, having, having a connection to source. And then the second thing, the second thing, um, in terms of actually connecting to, or what is it I want, everything else, is really what I said, you know, about five minutes ago, is if you imagine, okay, tomorrow I wake up, I've got unlimited funds, unlimited responsibility, you know, no responsibilities, unlimited time, what are the things, what are the things I'm going to choose to, what are the things I want to do? And listen to that voice, which says, oh no, I couldn't because, you know, my daughter who's 16 needs me. Oh, I couldn't because um, my boyfriend, you know, what would, what would he think and I would feel weird. Or I couldn't because if I did that, I might end up alone. And really it's, it's to start delving into the sabotage and the dichotomies. And, it, and it's, this is quite advanced now, but it's really recognizing the people in your life especially the people in your life, sometimes the places as well, but usually the people in your life, they are reflecting your fears. They are reflecting the parts of you that feels you have to look after them or you're not deserving or you're not worthy. And so many of us are carrying aspects in us that say, if we go and live our passion, 
we go and live a life exactly how we want to live it, the pain and the suffering, <coughs> beg your pardon, the pain and the suffering that I saw my mum go through, that would mean that doesn't matter, which means on some level I'm losing my mum. Oh, I don't want to do that. Or if I go and live my passion, I go and go for exactly what it is I want, my partner who's already, um, I can already feel a bit of strain or I can I sometimes have this fear that my partner will then feel alone or my partner will feel insignificant or not good enough. And we've got all of these subconscious programs running under the surface, all these fears, not wanting to burden people, not wanting people to feel a certain way. We don't feel deserving, we don't feel worthy. If we're completing our truth, we're gonna hurt people. Um, people need us to look after them, be there for them. A lot of these are the common programs and they're completely under the surface. Most people can't even feel it. And that is stopping us from connecting to that passion, connecting to that voice, because we're, we're disconnecting to it from it subconsciously. And as soon as we start connecting to that voice or connecting to that flow, that passion, that calling, we may start feeling really scared. We may start feeling a lot of fear. We, we may start procrastinating. We may start overeating. We may find old bad habits coming to the surface. And most people go, oh, no, 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 that's not good. And they want to get back in control. But really, there's feelings, there's stuff under the surface that needs to be acknowledged, that needs to be witnessed, that needs to be heard, that needs to be present with and released. And then you'll find yourself being able to take those steps forward. You'll find yourself being able to hear what it is you want. You'll be able to hear that voice, that calling much easier. And most people can't hear it because there's all those blocks and all those layers in their subconscious and held in their body in the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. Love it, love it. Uh, let's talk about changing habits. For example, uh, many people have bad habits. They know about them. For example, smoking, drinking, I don't know, watching TV, anything. No, yeah, bad habits. Uh, eating uh, unhealthy food, junk food. But uh, they know about them, but they can change them. Uh, and uh, it's hard. It's hard to uh, to acquire new good habits and forget about bad ones. Uh, can you tell how to change them? Because uh, uh, many people know it's not a good idea to smoke, but they smoke. Uh, and um, I found that people, um, it takes time to change habits. Uh, and I had such problems. For example, uh, I loved watch, watching TV yeah as well but uh and i spent some time to change uh, my bad habit to good one to read books right now uh, i prefer to read more books than uh, watching tv and even uh, in my new apartment i i have more tv you know i i love it you know the best thing that i can do just uh, not buy tv uh, to my uh, apartment uh and uh, by the way i recommend to anyone if you wanna go ahead, if you wanna grow, just read more books because it's foundation of uh, human skills. Can you tell how to change bad habits to good ones if you know these bad habits? So there's there's kind of two two angles with this. I'd say primarily, the first thing is um, I would recommend the book Atomic Habits for sure, for sure. And it's oh, all about yeah, I know, awesome book. those incremental changes bit by bit and. I would say, especially if you feel your soul having a human experience, sometimes spiritual people, they get too attached because they've had experiences in their life. They get too attached to having one big, massive, massive experience, which changes everything. And that sometimes they're waiting for that to happen all the time. 
And then, and, and there's, there's merit to that because the two aspects, make incremental changes, have a structure. This is where I want to go. And this is what I want to move towards. And making that, you know, make like Atomic Habits says, you know, continually adding in bit by bit and getting disciplined with that. But the big thing for me is there's a voice in you as well as your higher self, your soul, spirit. There's, there's a voice, a lower voice, your lower self, the inner child, the, the little girl, little boy in you. And that part of you, whatever it is you want to move towards, that part of you needs to know it's in their benefit. So let's just say, for example, um, and I'll use, my, I'll use myself as an example. So in the beginning of the year, I, I thought, okay, I want to lose some weight. You know, I want to, I want to let go of some weight, um, get in better shape. And my conscious mind, my higher self, my soul, my spirit is like, awesome, we're going we're gonna to lose weight and we're going to, um, you know, drop down to 95 kilograms and awesome. But then the little boy of me was like, whoa, 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 whoa. If I lose weight, I'm not going to be as safe. I won't be able to protect people. I won't be as big and strong. I'll get abused again. I won't be an example for other people that you can be big and strong and not be scary. Like there's all these decisions that the little boy in me is like, these are all the benefits. Why I want to keep the weight? Why, why would I want to keep the weight? So a lot of people, when they make a decision of what it is they want, they're not listening to the ego. They're not listening to the sabotage. They're not listening to the little boy, little girl in them, which made the original decision. So for me, when I went through what I went through as a child, I made a decision. If I'm big, if I'm strong, I won't get hurt. I can protect people that I love, et cetera, et cetera. Those are the decisions I made for my benefit as a little boy. I have to talk to the little boy in me and show my little boy and explain to my little boy and frame the benefits to my little boy. This is why being 95 kilograms is in our benefit. This is how it will help us. This is how it will help other people. And I need to give it a new framing. I need to give it a new affirmation. I need to have a new context for that part of me. So most people don't do that. And then they're surprised why they lose weight, put on weight, lose weight, put on weight, because that part of them is fighting them. That part of them is always trying to get control back to feel safe, to feel heard, whatever it is. So within that, having understanding, doing the inner work, connecting to that part of you every day, you know, as soon as you wake up, just check in like, how am I feeling right now? What age of me feels that way? And imagine bringing out that age of you. Have a little conversation. Let the age of you know. This is where we're going. This is, why we're, this is why we're doing it. This is why it's good for us. You're on the side. Cool, cool. Right, cool. And then that part of you feels hurt. That part of you feels acknowledged. And then that part of you won't sabotage you anymore. And then have a structure. Have a plan. You know, read Atomic Habits. Put in the daily thing. And then also know as well if you can get support, you know, be in a group container or get a coach, get a mentor, one of the reasons it works so well is because, again, that part of your ego gets to feel they're not alone, gets to feel love, support, connection with someone else. That It makes it easier to buy into that new reality. So find someone that's already done what you want to do. And if you believe you're a soul having a human experience, trust that even when you just pay the money, most of the work is done because energetically then you've contracted their energy to, like, take on that embodiment, take on that path. Um, so yeah, that's, that's let's say the main things that most people aren't aware of, especially in this, this game of energy. You're not just hiring a coach or a mentor or joining a course just to get the information. You're, you're getting the energetic embodiment. You're, you're, you're plugging into that upgrade. And that's why, you know, results can be so fast. And then also that sabotage part of you can lean in and go, 
and especially for me, this is the power of group work. This is why we do a lot of group work. Like we have groups of eight to 10 and each week we meet. And then within that group, that little boy, little girl, and you get to see more and more. Oh yeah, I can be me. I can actually be this person. It's safe for me to be me. And really that's, that's a really, really powerful thing. Mm -hmm. Nice. Awesome. Uh, okay. Let's talk about, uh, you know, um, uh, once I remember one interesting quote from Napoleon, he said, uh, the main problem with many people, uh, is that they are listening, uh, to their friends, even family members, uh, but they don't, uh, they don't need to do it. Uh, can you tell, uh, how to listen, uh, yourself? You know, for example, uh, I see, uh, I remember when uh, my mom told me I need to be musician. I hate it. Um, and, but she told me, no way, you need to be musician, go to the school. Uh, I love my mom. Uh, she made a lot for me, but uh, I was not musician and uh, I'm not uh, now. Uh, I changed this attitude. And right now I can, I'm trying to listen to my son, you know, what he wants to do. For example, uh, I can't listen to him when he uh, can explain to me that online games are cool. No way, man, <laughs> you won't play online games. Uh, but uh, when he is playing soccer, okay, that's good. That's good habit. Let's do it. Let's spend more time with that. Uh, but many people can listen others in their lives. Uh, I see when content creators listen to someone who tell you need to film video content. If they are not good with video content, why do you need to do it? Uh, just write, just create other formats. Uh, uh, it's better to be yourself, to consider your strong side. Can you tell how to uh, stop listening? others uh, or uh, find something valuable for you because uh, if uh, someone tell me how I need to live it's my life sorry guys just live uh, as you want to live but it's my life can you tell how to listen yourself and uh, listen to others but good advice cool so the first thing the first thing with this is to check in and this is quite advanced is to check in what is it you believe and the problem is most people aren't looking at life through the eyes of the soul. Now, when it comes to your family, from the soul's point of view, your family are there as linchpins. Your family are there as people to make decisions around and attachments. And a big part of the game is breaking free from those attachments. And my invitation to you is to start seeing your family, not just from the human aspect, but trust from the soul's point of view. They love you so much. Even if they say terrible things or try and take you off your dreams or try and judge you or put you off or anything like that, start seeing it from the eyes of the soul that they're there to test you. They are literally there to sculpt you. That when you're able to have the courage of letting your family go and move towards your dreams, that it almost makes you even more hardened and strong than, than if they weren't there for what's, what's ahead. So start seeing your family from that viewpoint and ask yourself another little kind of question to ask yourself is are you going to let your family's perceptions are you going to let what people say the fear of judgment what other people might say are you going to let that stop you from living your dream and how long are you going to let that happen for you know and if you think about what it is you want you think about the life you want to live and the things you see for yourself you're really going to let everything that people say and what they have to say you're really going to let them are you going to let them stop you and so those, those two viewpoints, first of all, is like, is the first port of call. And the second thing is, 
I've always, I've often heard this is keep your dreams between you and God, between you and source, between you and creator. And I would invite you, if you struggle with what people say and you struggle with not moving forward with things, if their belief of your dream not working is stronger than your belief, you might find yourself not moving forward because literally their energy, you'll fall into their frame control, their energy will overpower and you'll, you'll find yourself not moving forward. So I'd invite you, ha- try as an experiment. If there's something you want to do, and you normally tell your mom that she says something bad, or you normally, you know, someone says something to you, it puts you off, try an experiment. The next month, for the next month, don't tell anyone. Just keep what you're doing between you, God, angels, whatever you believe in, just keep it between yourself, right? Or only share with people, you know, a coach or a mentor or people that you know are going to high five you and say you're amazing, go for it. Don't share with those people and just notice the feelings that come up for you. You're going to have to start have feelings like you're not being your true self, you're not being authentic, you're lying. You're going to have those kind of feelings come up and just know they're all bullshit. It's just story. It's just your ego, which on some level wants to be 100% accepted by them and be seen to be your true self by them. But at the same time, the human aspect is they don't right now. So keep it just yourself. Take action with the thing, towards the thing, and then see what happens. And I'll give you a perfect example. Someone, someone very close to me, someone very close to me, had a history of not getting a job. Okay, For like two years, every time he tried to get a job, he couldn't get this job. And he finally called me up and, and I said to him, okay, cool. And, and, he, and he called me up and he was outside the interview office. Okay, he was just about to have an interview, um, about to sign the contracts as well. It was all basically he was going to get his job. And just before he went to go into the, for the interview and sign the contracts, he called me up and he's like, I'm sat in the car and I'm frozen. I can't move. I'm like, okay, cool. So, and we went through the layers and what the advice I'd given him a couple of weeks before that, every single time he tried to get a job, his mum and his brother would, would have this perception that he would never be able to keep his job. He wouldn't be able to get this job. And their belief in him not getting the job was stronger than his belief in actually being able to get the job. So I told him, don't tell them from here on in. Now just go for jobs. And now finally, after two weeks, he actually had a job offer. And he sat in the car waiting to go in and sign the contract. And he's frozen. And it turned out, I took him through a process, the little boy in him, five years old, I think it was something like that, five-year-old him had made the decision, looking at his mum, who was super unhappy, he made the decision, I can't have more happiness than my mum because it will make her feel worse and it will invalidate her experience. And that's what was playing out. So every time he told his mum, I'm going for this job, she showed up as this bully, telling him you won't get the job, you can't keep the job, you'll amount to nothing. Because that was a reflection of his ego that didn't want to move beyond his mum's experience and invalidate her life, the fact that she'd never had a career. So as soon as we processed this, he got the job, and this was like two years ago, and he's had the job ever since. And this is like the first time he's had a job in like 10 years. And it was literally this decision as a five-year-old because he loved his mum so much that didn't want to move past his mum's experience. So sabotaging himself continuously without realizing, and his mum was showing up in a way that to a human regular person be like, she's a bully, she's being horrible, she's been judgmental. But it was his reflection. It was his manifestation, his co-creation. So I want you, anyone listening to this, however your family has shown up, know from a soul's point of view, they love you so much, they're willing to show up in different ways so you can get the lesson. 
so you can release these decisions and you can move forward. And it's just that, it's just these games. Nice, nice, love it, awesome, awesome. Uh, I have the question about something that stops many people. Uh, they are not good enough. For example, um, I found one studies that most content creators uh, don't record the second episode of podcast, don't write the second article, don't film the second video. Uh, even more, I think, you know, most content creators don't start. <laughs> they even don't create because they can't create uh, awesome, perfect piece of uh, content. Uh, and it's the same with soccer, with any niche, uh, because people compare themselves to some uh, prominent experts. For example, I can't feel videos like Mr. Beast or PewDiePie. But these guys spend many years in, to uh, improve their skills. Uh, and uh, I check out a few studies that Mr. Beast filmed videos a half and year to get a uh, thousand subscribers. So he didn't give up. He just did his job. And uh, But many content creators uh, can't create perfect content. That's why they give up and uh, don't do it. Uh, some of them can hate others. Uh, they are not good enough with that. Can you tell about uh, to do something that you love, but you're not good? Uh, how to go ahead? How uh, stop listening to others uh, that you are not good, that you are uh, uh, much worse than many other content creators today and just to do your job and go ahead? Yeah, and, and, I'll, and I'm sure you've probably seen this as well. I'll add to the mix. Anyone who ever doubts themselves, they're good enough. Um, look up Ed Sheeran and just type in on Google, Ed Sheeran when he first started out or his voice when he first started out. And Ed Sheeran is on this talk show and he plays a clip of him in the early years singing. And I'm terrible. He was terrible. Honestly, I bet me and you are bad. Honestly, he's that bad. His singing is so bad. But he practiced, 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 practiced. Yeah. And and I do believe, I do believe there is an element. This is this is my truth. This is my truth. And maybe it's just what I believe in because it serves me in my life and how I want to live my life. But I I do believe effort and work and focus, more importantly, will always outdo talent and natural skill. However, I do believe if there's an experience your soul wants to have destiny let's call it then if you focus on that and you move forward with that you you'll 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 have that outcome almost no matter how good you are you know it's, it's because you know that's what your soul wants to experience and we've seen this we've seen actors who are terrible actors and yet they've been in loads of good films and you're like what the hell they're terrible or you know there's some people who can't sing and they've been auto-tuned like <clears throat> i genuinely believe if it, i want you to this is what i believe if, it's, if you believe it's your destiny and you really feel the pull let go of the fact that let go of the attachment have this context of like this is why i believe it is i'm either going to have that experience enjoy the journey get in there and have another experience or i will learn i don't want it or i'll get the lesson i'm supposed to get it's gonna be that learn a lesson or have the experience one or the other and then let go of having to have that experience like okay this is what i really want can i just lean into that and trust my soul 100 and just commit to it and i'll either get a lesson or I will have that experience or both. And then let go of how long it's gonna take. Like I think you shared like 20 minutes ago, like when you're committing to something important, you're more than likely gonna to need to commit five to seven years, more than likely. I mean, it could happen instantly, but have it in your frame of mind that, okay, in five to seven years, I might achieve this. I might have some degree of success. And the problem is most people, 
they're too attached and they want to hit a home run straight away. And then when they don't get the home run straight away, that they, they, they feel the sabotage, they feel the, they feel the feelings they don't want to feel. And that's a big part of it, the inner game. This is what I want to experience. Okay, let me imagine experiencing this. How would that allow me to feel? Okay, I feel like this. Okay, what would that mean to me for me to have this experience? Okay, this is what it means to me, about me, about other people, about life. Okay, now imagine I don't have this experience. How would that feel? What would that mean to me? And check in with both of those aspects and you'll feel the attachment. You'll feel the stuff that feels heavy. And then ask yourself, where does that come from? What age of me feels that way? When did I first feel those feelings? When did I first had the experience? When did I last have that experience? Check in with that stuff, and it's going to help you release loads of the attachment. And then from that place of neutrality, set a new course. This is what I'm committing to. This is my plan for the next three months. But I'm also open. It might take loads longer. This is what I hope I will experience, but I'm okay if it doesn't. And just find a way in your own way of framing it. Just find your own way of framing it, and then trust the things that come through, lean into that. And the more you get a vision, you get an idea, you get a knowingness of something and you lean into it and you practice with awareness going for those things, it will get easier and easier and easier and easier. But you have to do the inner work. Acknowledge how you feel, acknowledge the internal dialogue and then keep on setting new course, moving towards the vision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. Duke, you know, you share, you, you share a lot of valuable insights. Uh, I, I have the final question. For example, if you uh, wanna leave just one tip uh, from all our conversation, what any uh, body needs to do, uh, you know, it like must have today, uh, just one piece of advice from our conversation uh, that you recommend to anyone to do every single day? Every single day, Find a way to get present with yourself. Find a way and just, and it's just, and it doesn't have to be minutes or hours. It can literally just be truly present in your body. How am I feeling right now? And just noticing how you're feeling, getting present with that. What's my internal dialogue right now? Just noticing what's in your mind and then just journal. Like, you know, there's loads of things I could give you, but especially if you don't currently have a routine, there's going to be a lot of clutter in there. And I really, and if you've got a good routine, I would definitely recommend every other, every other day minimum visualize what it is you want, connect to that. Every other day journal, but get in present yourself. Whatever it is you're doing, truly get in present in your body, in yourself, because when you're present with yourself, the messages, the flows, the feelings, the sabotage, what your inner child is saying, you're going to be more present to that and you're not going to be as unaware and you're going to really notice more of what you notice. The problem is most people are too afraid of their feelings, too afraid to feel what's beneath the surface. And all I can promise you, anyone listening, is any feeling that might come up is never going to be more than you can handle. Even if when you were seven years old, it was, or when you got divorced, it was, when that person broke up with you, or when you lost that money, those experiences happened to give you this fear now. Whatever you feel it, fear or feeling wants to come up and it feels too much, is never going to be too much. But more than likely, that is the thing stopping you from moving forward, being more connected to yourself, being more connected to spirit, being more in flow, being all those things, if you're not currently doing it on a regular basis.
Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome, awesome. You, it's a big pleasure to get on my show, to learn from you. You share a lot of valuable insights. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Yeah, really simple. Just my name, Dukesayer, D-U-K-E-S-A-Y-E-R.com or find me on Instagram, Duke underscore Sayer. On Facebook, Duke Sayer. Just search my name, you'll be able to find me somewhere. Okay, guys, you can find uh, the links to social media profiles in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. Welcome back anytime back. You know, to share more valuable insights. I love it. Guys, you need to follow Duke. You need to reach out to him because you can see a lot of value. If you want to change your life, then start doing this. Okay, guys, love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.